the Gerus HaTshuva is hard, Bechlal. And it's, of course, especially hard because the Rebbe enlightened it so much. But by enlightening it, he adds many, many ideas that require you to think. But the Gerus HaTshuva, the Rebbe has very little, actually. And this is Gishmake, warm, like a Hasidish Fabrengen almost type. Uh, the Shiurim of Perikir Aleph, Perikir Beis. Yeah, Perikir Aleph. This is today's Shir, Chofches Tamos. What happens is like this. The Alter Rebbe talked about Tshuva and explained that there's a Tshuva Tato and a, lo- and a Tshuva Ilah, a lower Tshuva and a higher Tshuva. The lower Tshuva is focusing on the negative and trying to fix it. The higher Tshuva is focusing on Hashem and trying to connect to Him. In other words, the lower Tshuva is a negative experience of Tshuva. The higher Tshuva is a positive experience of Tshuva, emotionally. And the Alter Rebbe says at the end of the Pedic, the Alter Rebbe says the higher Tshuva has to be done with Hashemch. The Alter Rebbe is now going to continue this discussion about the balance, about the two-sidedness, about the appearance of contradiction between the lower Tshuva and the higher Tshuva, between the idea that Tshuva is done bitter and Tshuva is done besimcha. And the Nekudah that the Rebbe is going to offer us, there's two Nekudahs, till the other regards of Tshuva, there's two Nekudahs. The first Nekudah is from the beginning of Pedic Aleph, till the bottom of Kufamad Beis, four lines from the bottom. And then from four lines from the bottom till the end of the Yerush HaTshuva is the second point. The two points are the first point for, talks about the necessity for Simcha in Tshuva. And the second point talks about the fact that a person is never ever supposed to forget about the fact that he did an Aveda even if he did Tshuva for it already. And the Atarebbe is going to argue that these two ideas of Simcha and Betochen in Tshuva and always remembering your Aveda seems contradictory and he's going to resolve it. The bottom line is the next four shiurim, in other words, these two prakim, the three shiurim of Perikir Aleph and Perikir Beis, the message of these shiurim is that tshuva has to be a positive experience. What you should feel when you finish doing tshuva is happiness and joy and optimism. So, however, though it's true that when a person feels submission in his heart, he begins tshuva to talk and ask the lesser madrega of tshuva. There has to also be joy in Hashem. And you have to have shtei and yachid. You have to have both things together. The joy and the bitterness. Beklolos, the bitterness is the lower tshuva and the simcha is the higher tshuva. Mepratios, in the regular tshuva itself, there has to be simcha. How could that be? How can a person be bitter and happy at the same time? So the Alter Rebbe says, Kfar, mil samurai, it was already discussed. Belkuti Yaman and Seyf Pedek Lamedal, in chapter, the first section of the Tanya, chapter 34 at the end. Mashikmashikosa Bezeir HaKadosh. Zeir HaKadosh said that there was a Tane, who was a very, very holy man and a big tzaddik. And he was actually able to physically to do two things at one time. Chedva, gladness and joy. Tkia is planted with boy in his heart. Me sit the on one side, b'cholit. And b'kia, sit the... Tkia, b'liboy, me sit the dove. His other eye was crying. He physically was laughing on one side of his face and crying on the other. In other words, he was besimcha from his connection to the Eibishter. And he was bitter about whatever measure of separation there is. Which is what, something which Al-Tarebbe also discusses in Tanya Pedic Lamed Aleph. Al-Tarebbe argues each person, when he does tshuva, has to have the joy from the opportunity. On top of the joy of the opportunity to do tshuva, or the fact that tshuva has to be done with simcha, in addition to the bitterness, there's another issue. And this second issue was very, very compelling. It's very powerful. And that is, part of tshuva is believing and trusting the Eibishter. What are you believing and trusting the Eibishter? That you can win the lottery? Maybe. That you're going to uh, have a great profession? Maybe. No. What is the Emunah Betochen for sure? A person has to have his heart prepared in his trust in the Eibish, that what? That the Eibish forgives him. The Eibish desires goodness. Hashem is benevolent and compassionate and he's very forgiving. That, take it from Yad immediately. 
that a person has to apologize for giving from the Eibishter. And it says in the Apostle, notwithstanding how many, and wait, because of your great compassion, I erase my sins. Wash me, purify me. All my sins should wipe away. This belief and trust that Hashem forgives exists in the mind and the heart of a Jew without any doubt or doubt of a doubt in the world. This was discussed by Emerson Chelek Aleph in Perik Chavav, chapter 26, and also earlier at the end of Chavav and near the beginning of Chavav. And what it tells over there is that if you do tshuva and you can't have simcha after the tshuva, it becomes a shadow if you do tshuva in the first place. There has to be a stopping the meridas and then a simcha. Must be. As we say every day, three times a day. That. Take We begin the bracha by saying, Slach means please forgive me, right? And three lines later, we bless the Abish, the blessed are you Hashem, Chanon, the benevolent one, Hamar, that forgives abundantly. So now, Treb is Medayik. It doesn't say Chanon, Ubal Haslicha, the master of Slicha. It says Hamar, that the Abisha forgives you. Two lines before you ask him for forgiveness. Two lines later, you're thanking him for forgiving you. How could you say that? We know that an uncertainty about a bracha is to get the lenient side. Always afraid for making a bracha in vain. So how could you say, thank you Hashem for forgiving me? Maybe he didn't. There's no suffix whatsoever. Since we asked him to forgive us, if not for the fact that we would sin again because of our Yetzirah and because of our distractedness and so forth as we say later on in the Barach that he's already redeeming Klal Yisrael so the Ebishter Feshoff forgives us that Bemis Mashiach should come when he does Tshuva it doesn't come because we're going to sin again but the Tshuva for sure is true and the Abish Tifashah forgives us, even though we've done this sin many times, and there's a strong constant possibility that we'll do it again. Even in the character of people. A person must forgive, take of immediately, and right away. He's asked for forgiveness. A person shouldn't be a cruel person. But he should forgive. A person chops of another person's hand, which is a terrible crime. That a person has to forgive a person even if he cut off his arm. If a person says, I'm sorry, three times, he didn't forgive him. You have no more halachic obligation to ask him forgiveness because the sin goes over from the person asking, the mechila, from the person refuses to deliver it. And therefore, the Matthias was that those people called Givainim, that are called in Chazal and Allah and Nisinim, they were outside of the Jewish camp. And they were Gerei Tzedek, but they were not allowed to marry other Jews because of the following. David asked forgiveness from them. They didn't want to forgive. David decreed about them. They can't marry other Jews because the nature of a Jew is a Jew naturally has If by people a yid's teva is a and because the Yitzhak says that he's a Rachman, he forgives. And he forgives not just once, but he forgives multiple times. Allah has come of a Kama. When it comes to the Abishta, the Abishta is even more forgiving and more understanding. And he forgives many, many times over. And therefore, part of Tshuva is the Simcha B'Shas Maiseh and the Betochen La'achan Maiseh, the Abishta for sure forgives.